Mic on, am I good here? Sorry, yeah, I was jamming. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, it I didn't forget to hit the record on the podcast late, though, so we didn't get the open on the podcast. It, 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 is, it is Tuesday, May 2nd here. This is the Mike Rutherford Show coming to you from the, the home base. Finally back here again, the University of Louisville College of Business Studios. We're on the air today from 442 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming, God, I hope so, all over the globe. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey behind the glass. Coming to you a little bit uh, later than usual. We mentioned yesterday we are going to be on the air after the Bats game ended today. The Bats pull off a 10-4 road victory today. Uh, our guy, uh, Andrew Abbott on the Hill, doing his thing. Then the bullpen decides to make the game a little bit longer than it needed to be, which is fine. That's okay. Uh, we were hoping to be on the air a- around 4 o'clock, but... Uh, we're getting a little bit of a late start. Then we had to reboot the computer, which continues to be an issue uh, here at Big X Nation. That's why you heard the national show there for a couple of minutes. But we are, we made it. We're on the air. We're good to go, right? We may always be a little late, but we, we're, like, we're, we're like Will Smith in, in uh, Independence Day. We're fashionably late. We like to make an entrance. I'd like not to be. I, I, I'd but like, you do like that movie, right? I, I like Independence okay. Day. Okay. But I'd like, to, I'd like to be on time. <laughs> we, we, we can do the show for now. But look. Beggars can't be choosers. We're doing the best we can with the equipment we've got. I blame the Bats bullpen. Is either the Bats bullpen or Scoots? No, yeah. Scoots didn't do this one. Scoots, Scoots had to deal with the Bats today, and uh, he he had a. I don't care like, who's to actually Plus, he's, blame. He's for been it. up since like five a.m. I don't care. I'm not. You're asking me like logically blame somebody. I'm just saying who I want to blame. Like all my papers got thrown away in here. I'm just now realizing <laughs> all of the notes, all of my reads just got. You've even been in here for like a week though. I know we, we were here one day last week, but it's, I guess the cleaning crew or somebody just. I, the microphone's broken to my right, and all of my reads, all of my no- show notes have just been thrown You should away. probably stop leaving them on that desk. Put them in the Phil Steele. We're the that- only people that do shows here. You think that we, they would just leave our stuff alone? Also, my notepad, like my 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 personalized notepad that has my name on it. That's your name on it? Got thrown away. <laughs> it was a birthday gift. I, it actually was. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Phil Steele that, that Jen brought us long ago is still sitting here right on the desk. Actually, kind of makes me mad. Like where, like oh, yeah, all of our they left. They did leave the pillow that was has been on the ground for like three months over there, still on the ground. Somebody sleeping in there on the floor. Couldn't uh, bother to pick that up. But yeah, that's I've got no paper now to write on. I've got no, my reads are, are gone. This is we're already off to a disaster start. I don't know why you would just like, like, we. I leave the paper. The papers have been here for like five months. They never mess with them. They just kind of organize them and put them to the side. But then somebody just decided to throw them away this week, I guess. Maybe they and s- break our mic in the process. Maybe someone saw it and thought it was the Mike Rutherford of Genesis and was like, I'm going to sell this on eBay. Maybe. The, the worst bandits <laughs> of all time. Like, come in here, just like mildly wreck our our studio, throw stuff away. Don't clean up the, you have, you, you wrote I Heart TK and Dust up yeah, there just, fi- five months ago. The best part is, yeah, now I've told you during the break, you can tell. They have dusted this entire thing around it. As if they, like, I guess they assume that that's like some kind of code. Or like I don't know, like a password to something. They're just like they, they've clearly cleaned around where I, I wrote I heart TK and does. I'm mad about the papers now. <laughs> it should not have happened. They shouldn't just throw stuff away. Anyways, you uh, look angry. I, I kind of am. You're not gonna throw something like me yesterday. Today. Well, I'm really mad about the, like, the that was a new notepad. Like now I've got the, the old one that I've got in my backpack has like five pages left on it. So uh, maybe doing? they left it around the office somewhere. As I say, I have to look the trash after this uh anyways trevor kelsey's here how, how was your monday night how's your tuesday been there are a lot of papers in this trash can over here i'll have to check it out as we get a late start here on the show today uh no i, I mean for i guess i mean i know the nba is around and there's there's still hockey i know not for you for me there is but not last night yeah. uh for for a non kind of sports night though as i looked at it last night it was it wasn't a bad monday night 
It was kind of like first, like one of those Mondays where there's really just like, I mean, there's really no sports. On. I mean, I guess I know there's NBA, but you know how I am about that. I did. I'm gonna have to start betting NBA. You are. You I. <laughs> I'm going to start betting against what I think is I'm picking. I pay very little attention to the NBA for the most part. I uh, I like to watch it when it's on, but I'm not like a I, I don't digest the NBA the same way that I do college basketball or some other sports. And yet I've nailed like every like all these like last night I'm like Sixers 10 point dogs they're going to win this game straight up. And somehow I don't, it just it came to me and the Sixers do uh, win last night take game one from the the Celtics and then the uh, what what happened the Suns play like crap apparently last night. Yeah, there's well the Suns told you the Suns have no heart. That's what you said. That was how. That was what you labeled your, your prediction. Label them as not. I mean, they they when it comes to talent on paper, the Suns are probably far and away the best team, maybe in the NBA. Should be the favorites. You think? Yeah, should be the. I mean, they're definitely a better team. No, nobody better in East than them. And we both picked the Nuggets. Now yeah. they do have. We should say former Mike Rutherford show co-host Damian Lee. So we can't talk speak too ill. But he's the only one. Well, who's he's not getting enough do. minutes. That's the problem. He's also the only clutch player on that team. Yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, you can only. I mean, he his his, his warmth and and and. And good can only overcome so much. I mean, you've got Booker, you've got Paul, you've got Durant. I mean, he also went over five from the field last night. So <laughs> there's your problem. He only took five shots. I think. I think. I think you found it. <laughs> Do you think Durant's stopping at over five? You think Booker's going to be like no more shooting for De- Devin when I go over five? Kevin K. Uh, <laughs> Booker was four of fourteen of twenty nine. Durant was ten of twenty seven last night, including two of twelve from three. I don't think they're both stopping at five. <laughs> they, they did not stop. That was a that was a where rough. was Paul at? Chris Paul was four of ten. Okay, yeah, he 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 can he can hold it. He can take it. But I mean, he can only do so many shots and and both with the ball and punching of the ball. It's so many times balls. Uh, I, <laughs> I watched a little bit of the the Sixers game. I watched none of the Suns Nuggets game. Yeah. I, I was trying to. There was a moment to answer the question that's on everybody's mind right now. I did not watch Shallow Hell last night. I did right before I was going to fall asleep. It was like midnight. I knew I had like I was I was going down pretty quickly. I knew. If I was going to watch it, it was just going to be like chipping away like 10 to 15 minutes. And I did try to find it. I found it on uh, on demand, but then I realized I don't have – it was only stars. We don't have stars, so I couldn't watch it. You have given me your stars login. I sent it to you just a little bit ago, yeah. Which I now will use tonight. But it was like, – No so, more excuses, buddy. <laughs> so back so, – so baby John is, is, is really sick. Like the last Aww. couple of days, he is – he struggled to sleep through the night. He's gotten up a ton. I've gotten up with him a bunch. I got home last night after the radio show, and he was like – burning up like hotter than he's ever been he was like just looked like death and he was like falling asleep on the couch at 6 30 which he never does uh so i knew last night was going to be a rough one and it was he, he was up a bunch and he's still not not feeling great so it's kind of it's messed up our entire sleep schedule like mary was supposed to go to the track today and she she, she couldn't do it she hasn't been feeling great either and then with us not getting sleep the last couple of nights she just she she couldn't go so it was we've, we've had a rough start to the derby week we're hoping he'll be feeling a little bit better um, we're hoping Virginia's gonna start feeling a little bit better too. It's just been, it's the death house over there. I don't know. It just it's a disaster. But I will get shallow how in at some point. I'm hoping. I, I feel like it, it's it's the cure to the cure all cures. Maybe it will be. Like get all the family together. Just watch. Gather it. around some popcorn. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. And apparently, as I'm seeing the messages from my wife, Virginia's having a total meltdown. She's she had the, like the best day ever behavior wise yesterday. She's not gone too long today, man. And then this morning, she just she's been a, a is she just sick because she, is she getting what John has? She's been they've both been kind of off and on sick, and she just but this morning she's fine. And like she's like my shoes are crooked, and she just like flips out about it, and I don't, I don't know how to handle that. The, the, I mean, the weather changes always messes me up. Maybe that's what it is, especially when it goes from like cold to warm and. It does always make me sick, and it's yeah. been doing that like for the last month and a half consistently. It's been, I mean, hell, it was 
it, it's getting a little bit warmer again now. And it was like 45 degrees yesterday. It's it, it's insane around here. But it is Derby Week. It is 5:02 Tuesday today at the track. Um, I don't know if you saw the names of the race. I never thought of that, by the way. Yeah, they, they just well, you knew they weren't going to do Derby. Turby just sounds too much like turd. Like, it does. You know, bad. <laughs> you, you've got you've got Thurby. People started calling Wednesday Werby. I've got a Werby shirt, and I was like, they're going to draw the line at Turby. Werby's pretty lame too, if you ask me. It's fine, like, uh. but, but there's no way they're going to let Turby fly. I've been saying that for years, and then sure enough, like they announced, we're good. it's five o Tuesday at the track, which I'm like, yeah, that's that's probably better done. But they named all the races today. Very Louisville centric names, and they're apparently going to change the names every single year. Have you? Have you? Have you no, seen I, I, I want to hear this. This is actually okay. Enti- I'm, how many races do we have? They had nine races today. All all Louisville themed so, race names. The first race was the old Sears building. Okay, I like that. My uh, grandpa used to work at, uh, up in that building back in the day. I just remember it always smelled like coffee in the elevator. Uh, took like forty five minutes to get five floors. You which should be happy. Still true. You should be happy. <laughs> kept going at some point. It's still, like, I, then I worked at the law firm right across from the building and had to go up there. And I'm like, oh, it still takes forty five minutes to get to the, the, <laughs> the third floor. Uh, race two is the Galleria. Ah, same yeah. area. I wonder, how, I wonder how many young people, young youngsters, remember the Galleria. I remember we'd always go to the Galleria or the Sears Town Christmas <laughs> time. Yeah, yeah, the Galleria. I, I used to go hang out at the Galleria sometimes. That's for the for the kids out there. That's what we call Fourth Street Live now. See ya. At the, the gallery. gallery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kids don't write. I know we know that reference too. I love how she puts gum in her mouth and she's dumb. <laughs> that was the big thing in the that 90s. That was the great thing. If you chewed gum and held it, you were dumb. Yeah. Once you take it out, you're like a, a Russian savant of chess. You, you, yeah. You spun it around on your finger. That meant you were a total idiot. Don't date her. She's a floozy. Uh, race three is the brewery. Okay. That's all right. I mean, it's any specific one. No, but I think the old one that the old one that closed that was kind of like the pseudo sports bar back in the day. I uh, vaguely remember it, but okay. Race four, Lynn's Paradise Cafe. <laughs> also closed now. Oh, does Twig and Leaf get a shout out here at some point? Twig, Twig and Leaf. Uh, that, well, I guess you got to save some for future years, right? Yeah, I, 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 we'll, we'll get we'll get there in a second. Yeah, we get to the the the, the ones that didn't make the list. <laughs> uh, race five, Johnny's, which also closed in the last okay, uh, ten yeah. years. Race six was uh, the Phoenix Hill Tavern. Nice, After nice. your own heart there. Oh, I, you you got to go for the older horse on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're not taking a taking the cougar horse in that the race, old filly. Yeah, yeah. I want the oldest filly option. What's available. the oldest mare in this race? <laughs> I'm gonna bet on her. Uh, the only problem with that though is the middle race. She's gonna stop going for the finish line and hit, chase the younger uh, younger guy horse. The younger colt. The younger colt just just jumps on it in the middle of the race. <laughs> Race seven's the Dirt Bowl. Okay. I'm assuming the Toy Bowl's coming up next. Race eight, Jim Porter's Good Times Emporium. Okay. Okay, listen. You, you shouldn't have done Phoenix Hill and Jim Porter's same year. You, I thought, that's kind of what I thought. You needed to, to And to then separate. you're really going to ha- have that same thought when you're race nine, which is, could you guess where I'm going with the that? The Toy Bowl? The Toy, not the Toy Bowl. What was it called? Toy Bowl's the football game. Yeah. The Toy Tiger. Toy, oh, the Toy Tiger. Is this like a who's bowl. who of retired 80s, like, scum places? Do you know you know how many drugs came out of those last three races? It's very Louisville centric, <laughs> and that's what I'm. I'm kind of, so they're apparently going to change the names every year. Okay. To be more, and I was like, how deep are we going to have to go here? And I was like, the oh my god, use your blinker, you a hole, when you cross the railroad tracks coming off Westport Road, ninth race. Like, <laughs> like we're just going to get deeper and deeper into the weeds here. I mean, the chicken has to make the list sometime, right? There's only so much nostalgia <laughs> I mean, that we can we can drive. <laughs> the Hurstburn Road Blockbuster Race, <laughs> <laughs> the Red Giraffe. Red giraffe. Yes. Squeeze play. 
Can we get some squeeze play love in there? The I can't remember the name that, but that place that we used to bring your drink to you on a train, <laughs> the electric lay. Oh yeah, what was? I already forgot Royal, the name again. Royal Line Pizza. <laughs> but nobody remembers it. I, it's the only reason why it's embedded into my brain is because we have that conversation like yes. once a year. I feel like on the, on every radio. I station. sat there and watched the Giants upset the Niners on the TV there in the NFC title game in 1990. Video games never worked. I, yeah, I used to try to play the John Daly. The controls were so greasy. It wasn't even funny. The idea was good. <laughs> oh, the idea was great. The pizza was not great. Uh, you've got ha- well, Electric Lady Lane going to get one, or they have to close first? Well, no, there's still... Because seem like places that are... Is any of these places even open? Uh, the Dirt Bowl is still going on. Okay. <laughs> Old Sears building still exists. Okay, it does, yeah. Galleria does not exist. No. But it's, you know, the, the land is still there. So what, what race Brewery's is... closed. Lynn's Paradise is closed. John E's is closed. Phoenix Hill. Closed. Jim Porter's. Closed. Toy Tiger. Yeah, so, well, yeah. that's... Yeah. What race is the Galleria? Uh, two. So next year, the race two will be 5th Sports Street Line. <laughs> the race formerly known as the Gallery. Or they could just do the old places at, at 4th Street Live. The Solis. <laughs> is DGI Friday still there? <laughs> the Yotego said Cantina. Hey, what are some of the uh, failed, what would be the failed name races here? What was the name of the statue they tore down from Cherokee Park? The, the Castleman. <laughs> oh, that would not fly. Race six being the Castleman statue. You want to see some tanks flying? The Castleman. Castleman stakes. <laughs> not betting on that one. <laughs> the Castleman stakes. Oh God! Oh, uh, what I'm trying to think of? Oh, there are, <laughs> I mean, River Road's going to be on there let's at some tread point. Tread carefully at this. The point. Louisville Water Tower, maybe. Water Tower is having like huge construction on it. Now, okay, right? well, we're going to shut thought, it down, and then we're going to name a race after. I noticed that on front. Like, if you've been to like when I went to when I visited DC on a class trip, the the Washington Monument was was under construction, and they have those big like the scaffolding all surrounding it and stuff. And they have that right now with the water tower, which I, I think is kind of interesting. I don't know what they're doing, but I noticed that on Friday night when we were down there at Saver uh, by the river. Okay. I noticed that. I never, I never go down that way. Rock the water tower. The the reggae fest, sixth race. The Papa John's Cardinal Stadium race. <laughs> the Peter B. and Kelly K. <laughs> Delilah after dark. <laughs> Delilah's national, though. Is she? Yeah. Delilah's the one woman in this world ever that I've never seen what she looks like, but I would still sleep with her just by the sound of her voice. Well, I'm not going to ruin it for you. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin it for you. Please don't. I honestly don't want to know what she looks like. If you know like. her backstory, I think you're not the only one. <laughs> like, she had like nine kids by nine different fathers. Sweet. I have a chance. <laughs> this could be the radio <laughs> match we've been looking for. Did you imagine me and Delilah doing a show together? Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Now, Trevor. <laughs> I used to work with her. When I worked at Pizza Box, they used to listen to Delilah in the kitchen. and Some of the servers would just be like, why are we listening to this? And I remember our, our, our kitchen crew like, listen, we're making the damn food. You're going to listen to what we freaking want you to listen to. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, the ninth race at Churchill, a.k.a. the Toy Tiger, did just go off. Uh, it's, it's running now as we speak. But that Churchill sure went off early, knowing that place is his we'll, we'll wrap up. <laughs> it's like the silks are coming off as they round the turn for home. My buddy actually, somebody I know, I wouldn't say a buddy, but somebody I know actually saw uh, Kid Rock perform at the uh, Toy Tiger under his real name, Bob Ritchie. Really? Yeah. I just thought that there's a horse in this race named Shebway, which of course is now, has been bet down to the favorite. It was morning line seven to two. It's five to two as the race goes off. There's no way it's going to win. If there's a horse in the Toy Tiger called the White Line, I'm betting it. 
<laughs> I've got a friend named Craig, and he's betting on Mount Craig. Mount the five horse there. They're coming down the stretch here. Sheway actually is in the lead, but it looks like Mount Craig. Is he going to rebound in to take the win? He's gonna, well, it looks like it's, he's going to, and then a long shot's going to come out and, and knock him off at the wire, I think, is probably what's going to happen I mean, here. Why would you want to name something of speed after someone who has zero lateral quickness? Uh, it looks like prove worthy here with Arad Ortiz, who's riding Forte in the Derby. is going to run away for the victory. Proud Craig in fifth and Shibway coming in third, as is typically the case when the stakes are the highest for poor Oscar. Uh, uh, Shibway, the, the two horse, lost to the 16 horse or 15 horse again. <laughs> it was an upset. It was an upset. But I, I love, did you bet on these races today? I didn't bet today. I'm, I'm trying to hold off until I'm going to the track on Thursday. Okay. I, I might. There are a couple races that I like tomorrow, and then I want to be, I want to make sure I'm in a strong position. For Friday and Saturday, the goal is always not to have to reload. I don't want to put money back into my Twins Tires account. Probably a good. I still have money in mine from last Derby. The the set the I was kind of running a little bit low, and I had a friend who had a horse uh, like two weeks ago that was running at Keeneland, and like I saw it, I liked the the, the jocker. He had Tyler Gaffleon on, and I was like, okay, it was like, it was like ten to one, and so I put a decent amount of money on. I was like, yeah. Yeah, we'll see here, and it. Loaded me up for Churchill, so I'm feeling good about that. But my problem is on the weeks like this, like I'll have, I'll have a good start on Wednesday or Thursday. I'll win, I don't know, 150 bucks, something like that. And Not like, bad. I'll, I'll be like, let's go. And I'll, I'll in my mind, I've won like five thousand. And I'm like, all right, 185 dollar pick four. That's up next. Let's go ahead and fire that bad boy. Let's take a shot on a pick six here. Let's see, 50 dollar win bet, and then I'm, I'm done. And that's when I'm reloading. But that's the goal. I'm going to try to save up. I'll bet a little bit tomorrow. I'll certainly bet Thursday when I'm out there. And then Friday and Saturday, I'm going to become a millionaire. So I got lucky last year because I I'd, I'd put, I don't think I started like 200 bucks or something on my Twin Spires for, on the Derby Day and was betting on races throughout the day. And I remember doing okay to where the point where I basically, I wasn't like, I didn't lose all my money by the end of the Derby Day. Like I still had some available. And I think I've told you the story. Like I just got bored and I started betting on races just across the country. That's, what, that's what gets you in trouble. And then the next thing I know, it's like two in the morning. I'm betting on like Japanese, like, We've like, not, not horse racing with the carriages where they're pulling the, the carriage. We've all been there. <laughs> That's why I was like, okay, I've got like, I don't have, I look at it, but I think I've got like still 100, maybe 110. Because I actually won a few of those. I mean, you're just picking one out of six horses. So, I mean, your your odds are, you know, one out of six. Yeah, when you start betting on harness ranking. Harness race, in Japan. It's a real eye-opener. <laughs> yeah. like, I'll start to feel so bad for myself that I won't even watch the race. I'm like, this. what, what am I doing? This is, it's not so, worth it. That, stop. That's stop what doing. I did. And I was like, I got 100. I think I had like 120 or something in my account still. And I was like, you know what? You're good to go. Just drop it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm log in probably on Saturday, you know, obviously. And, and if I have to put a little money in, I will. But. Cause I may put a lot on, you know, I'm putting a lot on that uh, Lord Miles. I had a picture to send you uh, of him today that they, they put on the official account. I'm going to send that to you actually during the I'm break. assuming Mary's horse is picking Lord Miles too, right? Say what? Mary's picking Lord Miles too, right? Why would you assume that? Because she's royalty. Yeah. She's all about the royal. The... She, she's like you. She can't name a horse. We'll have to have we'll have to have to that moment in the next couple of days. we got to go to break, though. <laughs> it's right. top of the hour. Five, we've talked over the top. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about this latest McKenzie and Baco news. There's an update there. Uh, Jeff Brom getting some national love, as are a couple of players that have been added to the U of L roster over the the last couple of months. We'll get to that, and I'm sure we'll spend some time with the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, abbreviated edition here on 1450 and 96.1, the Big X. Pop goes the weasel, the weasel. 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 Pop goes the weasel,
This is the big time Trevor favorite. I feel like I, I've heard this song seven times over the last 15 years, and they've all been on the show. <laughs> well, why would you? He's, he's the best candidate that has to offer. <laughs> you love the song. Welcome back in. Uh, we got about one hour here uh, left on a, a shortened version of the Mike Rutherford Show as, as the Little Bats pick up a 10-4 win today. Uh, speaking of local professional teams, Loose City, for a limited time, 24 hours only, this deal is going to run out, I think, at midnight tonight. They're offering $5.02 tickets. You can go to the lucity.com backslash tickets page to find those for three different games. FC Tulsa at Loose City on May 24th, Indy 11, uh, the big rival coming in on July 29th, and then on August 9th against the Charleston Battery. Those tickets now available for just $5.02. It's a flash sale. Get them while you can. LucityFC.com slash tickets. All right, uh, let's get to some some basketball news. A lot of people have been talking about Mackenzie and Baco. We generated some message board posts yesterday. People were like Rutherford saying that he's definitely going to visit next week. I was like, well, I'm assuming he's going to visit next week. This is not me reporting anything. Don't make assumptions. Well, this in this case, the assumption was correct because Mackenzie and Baco had officially announced that he was going to visit uh, St. John's last weekend, which happened. He's visiting Kansas, I believe, as we speak. And then is set to visit Indiana this weekend. So people were like, well, he set three official visits with four of the schools that he said he was going to visit. We're the odd man out here. What's going on? When are we going to, to get him to visit? Travis Graff reporting today that Mackenzie Abaco says he will officially take a visit to Louisville next week. Although the exact dates are still being finalized and confirmed. But this is, I assumed if he said, he's, I'm going to visit four schools. And he set three visits that, that you know were probably going to be the fourth one on the list, and it's going to happen after the IU visit this weekend. I still think, I mean, Kansas worries me. The fact that he's there right now, and it's Kansas, and they you know, these are the types of recruitments that they kind of swoop in and change things, and it, the snap of a finger that makes me nervous. Although I'm, I'll say the same thing I said yesterday. There's no inside information. This is no reporting. This is no whatever. Just based on the smoke that's been out there. Based on the way that things have played out over the last couple of weeks, I'm I'm still assuming he's going to be a Louisville Cardinal. I think that when all is said and done, he's saving us for last for a reason. We're going to go ahead and get that commitment. If we don't, I'm not going to be shocked because nothing shocks me at this point with, with Louisville men's basketball recruiting and the stuff that's been out there and reported that just seems to fall apart for whatever reason. But I, I think we're going to get the kid. But we'll You're not worried about IU, though, as well? Not really. It's not as much as Kansas. Which means if you're an IU fan, you probably should be like, hey, we got a, we got a shot. Rutherford thinks there's no chance, so I feel better about it. But <laughs> I mean, I'm a little nervous about both. Kansas more than IU, but I think IU does worry me a little bit. I get, Like you said, though, anything kind of worries me at this point. There's just know. been no buzz out there about IU. Like There was a lot True. of buzz about him going to St. John's. I think there's still some buzz out there. I'm talking to people that are, are close to that program. They, you know, they're certainly not giving up, but they seem to believe that they're not going to get him after last weekend's visit. Um, IU just kind of got, I mean, th- there was more buzz about Rutgers before he announced that he was going to visit Indiana. Um, well, we'll silent but deadly, though. Yeah, you know, you, you never know. And they've going. got a hole. I mean, he can he can fill the, the, the Jackson Davis spot right away. Look, I mean, Baco, it doesn't need a hole. Like, like he he's he, wherever he goes, he's well, going to play. Well, that's true, yeah. But, I mean, just without, with, with Jackson Davis leaving, that gives them something to sell, obviously. I mean, sure. When, Sure. We can sell. We there was nobody left here. I mean, it's gonna be whoever you want. Yeah, watch any game you want to from last year, Mackenzie. That's yeah. that's our sell. You what can help us. What position you want to play? You got it. <laughs> we can see you dribbling. Would you like to run point? You can make that happen. Would you like to have a whole race named after you next year's five hundred two? The Embaco. The Embaco. Five hundred two's day. 
Uh, on the, the football front, real quickly, it's great for us to sit here and talk about all the great things that Jeff Brom and company have been doing the last five months and, and how excited we are. Um, it's another to get the national love. And today, the ESPN, the, their group of college football writers, they got together, they had a roundtable discussion, and they talked about which teams and which players had the best springs in the transfer portal. And, and what should be, no, to nobody's surprise, Louisville came up multiple times. The first question that got asked was, who is the biggest impact transfer of this spring? And Tom Van Heron said, Storm Duck was his answer. Storm what? Storm bleeping Duck. Thank you. Was his answer. He said Duck was one of the biggest names in the winter transfer window as he transferred from North Carolina to Penn State. He once again entered the portal in the spring and is leaving Penn State for Louisville. Duck was a second-team All-ACC player in 2022, playing in all 12 games with three interceptions. New coach Jeff Brom immediately upgraded a secondary that is switching schemes with a new staff, and Duck should be a big part of that defense in 2023. Now, the second question that got asked was, which team improved the most from the spring window? Two of the four riders both said Louisville. Okay. Adam Rittenberg and then again Tom Van Heron. Rittenberg said Jeff Brom could be building a fringe ACC title contender in year one of his much-anticipated homecoming to Louisville. Rittenberg knows what he's talking about. Brom, I've been saying that for I'm years. Saying- <laughs> Clearly one of the best national college football riders there is. The man needs a MacArthur grant right now. <laughs> Brom's offense impressed in the spring game. His quarterback transfer Jack Plummer knows how to operate the system. But Louisville's defense, which ranked number 11 nationally in points allowed per season, needed help and got better in the spring window. Duck, a second team, all these ACC. He's talking about Storm, Storm Duck, blah, 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 blah. Well, Storm Duck's got the, 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 the flashy name, though, because of his hit pass. And stuff. Duck reunites with safety Cameron Kelly, a fellow All-ACC honoree at North Carolina who briefly transferred to Virginia. Louisville also added Oregon linebacker Keith Brown, an ESPN 300 recruit in 2021, former Rutgers offensive lineman Willie Tyler, and former Purdue tackle Eric Miller, who reunites with Brown. This is all before we added Marcus Washington yesterday. So that's, yeah, who's a former Georgia and top recruit. Yeah. yeah, who's a former top 100. Uh, We've had how, so how many how many past big recruits have we added in the transport in the secondary three right? I think four, and then you got the Killebrew kid from Texas A and M who was yeah. early. That was back in the winter. Um, when the, didn't they, when, what was the position the kid from Trinity that that Stephen Heron is a uh, outside linebacker? Oh, he's linebacker. Okay, I'm sorry. I was thinking he was safety for some reason. I don't know why. And then Van Heron said this: If we're talking about additions in the spring window, it has to be Louisville. Brom and his staff were able to add some big pieces in the spring, which should end up molding their roster and speeding up the rebuilding process. In addition to the, to the defensive players that Adam mentioned, the staff also added up front along the offensive line with Purdue tackle Eric Miller and Houston offensive lineman Lance Robinson. Brom could end up adding a couple more in the portal, but he's well on his way to adding some solid contributors for next season where there were voids. I know I say this every summer anyway, even when 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 you've got, you know, in the wings waiting that is, you know, Crackdorp or Satterfield, but I cannot wait for football season to get here. And if you could, if you didn't have that sentiment before last night, I'm assuming you saw the football. Field oh, you know, you know that what that did to me. Old man Trevor was just like, 16 year old Trevor, you go into bed because it's 80 year old Trevor's time and he is happy. <laughs> I like that they, because they put it out there and I made the, the obvious joke. They were like, we'll stop stiff arming you now. We're going back to our roots. And they posted the video and I was like, that arm's not the only thing that's still. <laughs> I mean, the logo going to the black with the white script in the in the in the. Ah, oh, it looks. So awesome. If you haven't seen what we're talking about, they have announced so, a new field so turf. So glad that's going to be on the Ace for, game for 2023 <laughs> on at LNN Stadium. It does feature the old school Heisman Cardinal bird at midfield. 
It's got the block lettering with Louisville. It's got the the Freedom Hall uh, sideline lettering that we yes. see at the KFC Yum Center is now the lettering in the end zone with the Louisville kind of the, the black end zone with the white lettering etched in uh, trimmed in, in, in red with this Louisville on one end, Cardinals on the other. It's it looks awesome. I think like, it's going to look. It's so, gorgeous. I think it's going to look so badass on a Friday night primetime game. I I remember how excited I got when they announced the new reveal. It was um, I think Strong's last season in 2013, and it was you you just you get used to it after a while. And you're like, eh, you know this this doesn't need a refresh, but like the colors are just more vibrant. Mm-hmm. The a change is always good after you get a little bit too used to it. I like that we're phasing out the old English L. I was never a fan of it. Yeah. I like that we're bringing back the retro. The only thing that worries me a little bit is we. I mean, our court design inside the KFC Yum Center is gorgeous. Like, the, the court looks great. It's never looked better. And we, since the, it's, it's unveiling, have never played horse basketball. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> so that's the only thing that makes me a little bit nervous. Reminds me when they, when they, when they remodeled, like, Commonwealth. Now he's going to the UK against my uncle, and he'd be like, well, the stadium looks nice. <laughs> the, the arena has looked great. But the, the basketball really? that's been played inside well, of it is Well, I don't not think good. we should. We shouldn't. We shouldn't we're, we're, don't worry about that. We'll be okay. What I'm more worried about is now the field looks good. What are we gonna do about the seats here, Kenny? I mean, are we are we are we gonna like paint well, them? Seats are red now. Are they fully red? Yeah, they're, they're red. Okay, it's yeah. been done. It's been taken care. Should, of. I think they should go black though. It got done a couple years. Ago. Can we do? Can we do like a like a black and red like mix of the seats and have the red have it all black and then the red seats like positioned out where it spells like cards? I like, to, like at soccer stadiums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that'd be like yeah, yeah. Like the beginning of a Ted Lasso episode. Yeah, and you see, I guess that that would be how cool would that be? I feel like they except did when some, it's empty and you're like, they, hey, look, that they, looks cool, but there's nobody there. They did something like that before a game where they they put like uh, it was like they they made the they did the, the chairs look like we heart like the ACC or something. I like think that. that was the Miami game, but it was Miami or Cincinnati. I want to say for some reason. I'm just watching. Sorry, all of our UK friends, including TJ Walker, they're listening. Hunter Dickinson, uh, he's got his own podcast with like the dudes from Barstool. I saw that. Yeah, I saw and so a it's, tweet it's, about ha- it. it's happening right now, and they're listening to it because Hunter Dickinson. The big rumor was he was going to announce his college destination today. Oh, okay. And he has since been like, I thought I was going to, but now I can't decide. And so all these UK people are listening to it, and he's recapping his UK visit. And TJ Walker just tweeted out. <laughs> Hunter Dickinson ordered a steak at Jeff Ruby's. Calipari had a chicken tender. And DJ goes, Jesus, tap dancing Christ. Maybe it's time to move on if John Calipari is ordering chicken tenders for a meal at Jeff Ruby's. But Dickinson is raving about his meal at Jeff Ruby's. Relatable. This is top-notch May, early May content when it He's comes to He's got a basketball. point, though. I mean, who goes to Jeff Ruby's? You can't order, order chicken, chicken tender. tender. If you want to get, like, why, seafood, why? that's one thing. Yeah. But you can't. I mean, chicken tenders? I mean, you gave me crap for ordering a chicken, like, chicken... Chicken, uh, grilled chicken from Cattleman's. I would expect it from you, though. <laughs> this is John Calipari. Is he six? Who's going to, to, to Jeff Ruby's and ordering chicken tenders? People thought me and TJ had a horrible kid's palate of food. This is a second grader being drugged to a birthday dinner by his parents when he's desperate to do anything else order. What are you doing? Did he ask to dip it in honey? I mean, ser- <laughs> loads of ketchup, gobs of ketchup on his plate. This man has, does he, is he too busy recruiting to have a refined palate? Surprised he didn't order a hot dog. Disgusting, disgusting one. But but Hunter Dickinson. Hunter Why Dickinson is it singular? Is just, by the way, what do you mean? It's a chicken tender. Did he not get more? I guess he just got one. <laughs> was, was that a typo by TJ, or did he just literally order one tender? He said, "Well, he, <laughs> no, he said ah before it." So it's, so it's a single tender. Ah, chicken tender. Who, who orders a single tender? Stacy, I don't own a gun, <laughs> let alone many guns, which would necessitate the need for an entire rack. If this is a severed head, I'm going to be very angry. <laughs> That's terrible. But Hunter Dickinson is just. I think he's. 
all of the schools that are very interested in him, don't get me wrong, they're going to be happy that they have him, but I think they're all getting a little bit pissed off at him. They're like, you're good, dude, but like, you're, you're this isn't like <laughs> Patrick Ewing in his prime committing to a program. <laughs> He's milking it, though. Yeah. I mean, if you're Hunter Dickinson, you, oh, you I don't blame him, but yeah. I would also hate him if I'm being drug. I mean, we're getting <laughs> impatient enough with McKenzie and Baco. Uh, I'm now also seeing Andrea Adelson. I listened to this clip during the break, but she is uh, she's talking about her and David Hale both said Louisville was the big winner from the spring transfer portal for the ACC. And Jeff Brom's just getting it done. Jeff Brom, he's just getting it done. I, I don't know. I'm, Thank I'm God. trying not to get my hopes up of ACC title game in year one, but there's a little part of <laughs> me, man. <laughs> I'm trying not to think we can make the playoff and blow out Notre Dame. Well, while well, we play Notre Dame, we probably blow them out. But we I do, mean, we do play Notre Dame this year. <laughs> well, you said the playoff. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was thinking you meant play them in the playoff. Sorry, no, no, I'm yeah. not playing them in the. Uh, so if you meet Notre Dame in the postseason, you know you're going to win. I mean, that's a given. But uh, we can blow out Notre Dame. Notre How do you make Notre Dame cookies? <laughs> yeah, you, know, you make Notre Dame cookies. How? I don't know this joke. Put all the ingredients in a bowl that's too big for them. Beat the hell out of them for two hours. <laughs> I've never heard. You that. like that? Uh, did you just make that up? No, it's a, it's, a, it's a joke that you can use for a lot of schools, but uh, it yes. works with it Notre, Dame. Notre Dame really well. I they mean, haven't won a bowl game in like forty five years. I used to work with a guy at a video store that walked out Notre Dame, and he used to just proudly, so proudly, wear his cotton bowl ring. <laughs> they play, I don't remember. And like they, for like six years in a row, they played A and M in the Cotton Bowl. It's like the only team they'd beat in the bowl game. <laughs> he just he was a long time. <laughs> he used to wear it and he used to brag, and I just want to be that. And sixteen-year-old Trevor's like, "Dude, you're bragging to your coworker at a video store. Like, I don't think you can really how much you can really brag about being a walk-on Notre Dame. If you I'm working been, with you here, you're not a customer, dude. If you had played, <laughs> l- l- let's say that you had a, you were a walk-on for a team. Okay, that one, I don't know, Cotton Bowl. Sure, just which the, is cotton the exact bowl, same yeah. example. Which is a big bowl. Would you wear the ring? In your post life, which included working at a video store, no, I would wear it like to bars and like exactly. if, I, if I'm going to pick up a, a attempt to like that's what I'm saying, or if I'm it ain't even just a woman, but impressing someone like at a you know a dinner or something. But yeah, if I'm working, I'm working at the video vault over there, you know, on Hurstburn Lane on on uh, Hubbard's Lane, which over by the old Kroger's is where we were. I think it's a twenty four seven workout place now. But yeah, it's yeah, I wouldn't wear it there. That's what I'm saying. There was only four of us that worked there. Like, who are you impressing? There was the four of us that worked there, and the other two were a couple. Like, it was like, the manager two more, was a lesbian. Two more announcements really quickly. Uh, first of all, very happy birthday to the greatest of all time, Paul Rogers. Oh, yes, I agree. The best. Uh, love Paul. Needs a race happening in that room. There's no way in hell that he's listening, but if you are, Paul, we, we love you here in the, the Rutherford Show. He'll, he'll have the podcast later. He's the best. We love him. Uh, also, reminder, we got Louisville versus Bellarmine tonight celebrating 5-0 Tuesday. The game is going to be played at Slugger Field. 6 o'clock is the first pitch. You can hear all the action on our sister station, 970 WGTK. And if you want to make it out to Slugger Field, admission is free for this game. Uh, Cards and Knights going at it for the second time in three weeks. Louisville won the first game 14-2. to uh, That was at Jim Patterson tonight. Slugger Field on the big field in town. Cards taking on the Knights. This is a... I'm curious because Louisville is very much right now on the NCAA tournament bubble. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize this was a thing that's been going on for the last couple of years because the RPI is the only metric that they use when it comes to selecting the 64 teams. A lot of teams that are in Louisville's position will game the system. Like I saw Maryland canceled a game today against the, like the 242nd ranked RPI team and rescheduled a team that was like 98th in the RPI. And apparently this has become a a common thing. Like Bellman's RPI is way down there. And Louisville would have been better served by trying to play that second game against UK, even if they lost. Like 
losing a game against RPI team with Connecticut's like 12 in the RPI. They're up there. That would have benefited Louisville more than winning this game by a million tonight against a bad Bellarmine team. But I, I, I mean, look, Louisville's not going to do that. They had this game scheduled. They moved yeah. to Slugger Field. The, the, the schedule's the schedule. They're not going to change it just because they, like, I applaud Dan McDonald and company for, for not doing the easy thing here. Maybe the smart thing, if you want to look at it that way. He's saying to his team, Take care of business in your your last three ACC series here. I'm not a fan of what Maryland did there. That seems kind of scummy. It is kind of scummy. I mean, I I don't. I mean, it's. I, mean, I guess Maryland baseball doesn't. I mean, I don't remember seeing them on like ESPN at any time going for Omaha. So I guess maybe they're you know desperate times deserve desperate measures for that that baseball program. But yeah, that, that just seems kind of. Yeah, I mean. It, it, I mean, I know who they're dropping probably isn't someone that they're going to be begging to get back on the schedule in the future. But if that was the, if I'm an AD and like a school does that to me, like I'm not working with that school again. No, it's a crap. Yeah, I'm like you know, listen, you want to call me? I'm I'm like I'm like red from from some Shawshank. You you don't even call me for a toothbrush or you know a toothpick or anything. I'm done. Don't uh, baseball, basketball, football, lacrosse. Don't even get me on the phone. The, the last note that I want to get to. And but you're going to pay me a lot of money. We're, we're, we're speeding <laughs> through things here because we have an abbreviated show, and I do want to get your guys' thoughts on the text line for most of the last segment. But the, the last note to get to today that was going to be a, a topic of discussion. So we know that Kenny Payne went to Africa, presumably to re- recruit Churchill Abbas um, last month, right when the transfer portal opened. Mm-hmm. It, it's, a, it's a move that has been talked about a lot. And he was not, we now know officially, via reporting from last night, he was not the only coach that went down there to Africa during that time period. He was joined by DePaul's Tony Stubblefield, who went down there recruiting Churchill Abbas. At that point, shouldn't you just turned around and gone home, Kenny? Abbas is right now on an official visit to DePaul. I, now, I don't know. What still remains unclear is, like, is Abbas going to DePaul and then going to come here for a visit? Are we still, like, we had the DM controversy with some fan DM'd him, and he was like, you know, you, you need to come to, to on a visit, and he was like, "Kenny hasn't invited me on a visit." I don't know if if we have. I, I, it's still uh, unknown whether or not it was Payne going down there and seeing him play, and was like, "He's just not as good as we thought he was," or if there was a scholarship crunch, um, or, or if you know if we're, we're still in on Churchill Boss and he's going to come here after the DePaul visit. But we now know two things beyond the shadow of a doubt: one, DePaul's Tony Stubblefield went to Africa at the same time that that Payne was down there, and two, a boss is visiting DePaul. So. I can't. Wonder, There's that. Is this like a long game where Kenny like knows this kid wasn't any good, but he's still mad at DePaul, so he's going to tell him he's going to go recruit, and DePaul's like, he's going to Africa to see this kid. Maybe we should send Tony out there. Now they're going to recruit him, and he's not any good, and Kenny's just the whole time just laughing about it. If so, I mean, look, we played <laughs> DePaul this year, so he can get his last laugh there, and they can get theirs. Seems like a lot to do at the sake of our own recruiting, but you know. Also an odd time with the transfer portal <laughs> opening wide after coming off of a 4-28 and season. It's very vengeful to have your focus on, but you know. If so, I applaud the pettiness, because that would be... I mean, that's a lot. Sacrificing your own job for a slight dig at another program who already who, sucks. Who rejected you, that's what the thing is. He's still mad at him because of that. Well, we don't know if that's what happened. Well, we don't know, but that's, that's why we're finding out now. He's going to reveal it in his press conference. <laughs> we don't know a lot of things about the, the Payne administration here, and we're just we're left guessing a lot, and the guesses invariably wind up being totally wrong. But uh, we'll see what happens with Churchill Abbas. I, I think. Do we got the name right? Okay, Abbas. I think so. I, again, we're <laughs> guessing about a lot of things here. So Louisville has two scholarships remaining. Yeah. We know now Mackenzie and Baco, unless he commits before to somewhere else, is going to visit here next week. We know that Louisville is still 
I mean, we assume there's still a player for both Trey White from USC and R.J. Luis from UMass. Now, there was a report a couple of weeks ago. There were several lots of murmurings that he was going to commit to Louisville two Wednesdays ago. Uh, that has been two weeks ago. He has not committed anywhere. He being? R.J. Luis oh, from think, UMass. I think Trey, okay. Trey White, we now know that Alabama is, is trying to get him to visit. Um, he went from his visit to Louisville on Friday straight to Central Florida, and now Nate Oates wants him to come visit them. And then we've got the Churchill Abbas stuff. So we we have two scholarships. There are four players out there that we know that Louisville is either actively recruiting or at one point was actively recruiting. What we don't know is if there's another Danilo Yovanovich out there yeah. that just at the, the 11th hour, we're like, oh, this kid that I've never heard of just committed to us. Uh, we don't know what's going on there. But we've got four kids that are in play for two scholarships. We'll see what happens. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I'm assuming Mbako, and if you had to get to pick two, Mbako and Luis? I would pick Mbako and White. Okay. I mean, Mbako's a given, right? I mean, that's... Yes. Yeah. I think he should. In fact, if he wants both of them, we can have them. <laughs> you want two scholarships? Just You want to like bring a, bring a girlfriend with you? She can have the other one. <laughs> I mean, I saw... We're still getting... The thing about, like, filling these last two scholarships out is we're still getting big-time players that... Like Grant Nelson from North Dakota State today, who's awesome. Uh, he's a double-double guy out there. He entered the transfer portal today. He's like Baylor Shireman last year from South Dakota State. And remember, like, we had people that were like, Shireman, we passed on him. He's not good enough to be here. And then he goes to Creighton and lights it up for a team that damn near makes the Final Four. Mm. Like, he's that kind of player. I would love to have a player like him on our roster. The problem is, you know, he's a he's a 6'8 forward, and we have, I don't know, what this at last count, 21 6'8 forwards, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think about 16 of them we can probably get rid of. Uh, yeah, I mean, so... That's where we are. That's 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 where we are. I mean, some of these some of these new kids haven't actually signed a tra- signed a letter of intent, have they officially? <laughs> I think they have. I think they all have. Those things can get lost. Besides the Yovanovitch, well, maybe the Yovanovitch <laughs> kid has. I don't know. I, I did watch the 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 account on Twitter that that uh, always posts these. This is really good film reviews. U of L Sports News. I think it's at U of L underscore updates. He posted some film of, of Yovanovitch, and. I, it backs up what I was saying on Friday. Like, he's not without skill. There are things that he does well. The issue is, I don't understand the fit. I don't understand the timing. And also, he's not super athletic. No. Which I, leads me to believe that he's not going to be able to defend at a very high level. No. Which also wouldn't help him fit right in with what we were last year. I, I watched that same video of yours, and uh, two things stuck out to me. One, he's left-handed. Yeah. And two... <laughs> that is true. Two, uh, he, even in the shots he was hitting, he got zero separation in any of them. He's he makes tough shots, and it's and he wasn't like he was guard looked like he was being guarded by the most you know agile people in the world. So he's not without skill though. Like, yeah, like I mean, a, I mean, he's got a shot. I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the shot didn't look bad again. I mean, and he's a lefty, so I'm assuming he's got a floater because all lefties do. I see why why Larinaga said this thing things that he said about him about him being like a very capable offensive playmaker. He creates for others. He can create for himself. Like he's a good shooter, but the the lack of athleticism, and also the fact that he plays a position where again we've got. Like seven guys that are the same size that do different things. I just don't, I, I, I don't, I still don't Like, if we'd it. gotten him already had signed Mbako and, and like maybe like, I, I don't know, not Luis, but maybe like another, you know, a guard that was out there that we didn't have a shot with and uh, 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 the boy, the dude from Minifield. Maybe we got him to, and then you sign this guy and it's like, okay, a project. We don't need a, our entire team is projects. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we don't, I mean, no more projects than Pat. We don't need any more. Yeah, I'm with you. Get a project, Pat. Yeah. 
He shouts out Louisville on the first uh, song of his, his album. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to break. Take our last break. When we come back, we'll hit up the Thornton sex line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Tuesday here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. All right, welcome back in. Your show. Got a lot to get to here in about, uh, oh, God, 20 minutes. We'll do the best we can. Uh, I'm just now seeing Sky Clark's tweeting. Good. He's backing up so that you know people are, are still having their the daily debates about Kenny Payne and recruiting and, mm-hmm. and what we're doing, and people are talking about guards. Um, you've got one guy in these comments. I don't even know how Sky Clark finds, finds this thread, but somebody's like, we need to get Mbako and another guard. If that happens, are we feeling good about next year? And Sky Clark immediately responds and says, I really need y'all to understand that Corin Davis, he spells his name wrong, but that's okay, <laughs> is a guard, guard in all caps, with elite ball skills, trust in KP, he building something special, four exclamation points. Uh, you know what, Sky, I love the confidence, but don't talk it, walk it. I like it I too. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear all about it. I don't but hear. when when I see tweets like this, this from from current players, like, don't get me wrong. Like I, I like it'd be better than if it's like, yeah, we might be okay. <laughs> I agree with you. It just reminds me of last summer when we had all these players like L. Ellis and Sidney Curry and these guys who were like, can't wait to prove everybody wrong. Like it's it's we're keeping, yeah, you know, we're we're keeping tabs on all these people that are doubting us. Like we've got the screenshots to back it up, we're keeping and then we seats. go out there and we lose to Lenore Ryan by ten in the exhibition game and win four games in the season. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. Like I I like the confidence, but at the same time, I'm I'm not. You got to read the room. At I want to see. Yeah, play. you you, you got to wait and show me that confidence after a four and one start or something. Exactly. Then then I can hear. It. Until then, yeah, just, just put the keyboard away, buddy. All right, we've got about uh, we've, especially like, his name wrong. We've got like twenty minutes, and we've got yeah. Cor- he spelled it K O R E N. It is K O R O N, which is fine. He's really corn like the band K O R. Five zero two four one four forty fifty. The Thornton text line. We've got like twenty six text messages. We're not going to be able to get to all these. We'll do the best we can. Texas, did you see Nolan's sister tweeting about how good the twenty twenty one Texas Tech team was with no true point guard? We aren't getting any more guards, and we will have a new coach next April. Like. The fact that the party line, the people that the the staff reaches out to, specifically Nolan Smith, and what the players are tweeting about, it's very apparent that we're not going after another guard because they keep saying like we've got guards or like we don't need guards, and it's I, I hate to do this because I do think this year's team will be better. I've guaranteed that we're going to win more than four games, but it's the same thing that they did last year. Remember, like we were all every day, someone would text guards, 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 and it went from. Trust KP, we're going to get guards, to the message changing as time went on to, like, we don't need guards, we're going to play like Florida State does, this is the new NBA style, we're going to be fine, don't worry about it, if you're panicking about this, you're dumb and you don't know basketball and all this stuff, and then we won four games. I mean, there's one thing I need less and less in my life is coaches, family members telling me 
how everything is going to be great. We got a lot of it last year. I mean, and, they, and it wasn't. I don't need. I don't want to hear it. I'm talking whether Nolan's sister or any of Calipari's daughters. All y'all just don't. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Texas, watch Trey White's highlights on his Twitter. He's an NBA player. I think. I think Trey White has a lot of positives to his game. I think the issue is he doesn't fit the glaring weakness on this roster. I mean, because I like Andy Enfield as a coach. I'm just wondering why he wouldn't match what he's doing there in that up-and-down style they like to play. Well, he's a freshman. True. And he but... put up decent numbers as a, as a freshman. Like, 9-5, being brought along slowly is is fine. Um, and it was a good team. It was an NCAA tournament team. Yeah, they were the, were they a playing game, I think, or? No, they made they were in the, the normal field. Were they? I couldn't remember. Like they ended up, they were in a seven ten game, I yeah. believe. I think you're right. Yeah. Texture says, uh, "What about the Circuit City Stakes for a new?" Oh, Circuit City, yeah, yeah. I like that being on there. I like that. Texas big Ma- lots. Texas Mackenzie and Baco's whole visit should just be him counting money in the locker room nonstop from start to finish. <laughs> I'd like it. I'm fine with that. Oh, we we should pick him up with a money suit like Peter bought. <laughs> Texas, hey guys, podcast listener here, not complaining about the show, but you all sound like a Modern Warfare 2 lobby back in 2012 when you talk over each other. Thank you. I, I don't know. We need to do that less. Texas, what I, are you talking about? <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, like, I, was, I didn't even blink when you did that because I'm so used to it at this point. Texas, I blame Wake Forest football for stealing Mike's show notes. We did find them. They were in the trash. I like to pull that on Wake Forest. Why would the cleaning crew just throw that away? That is so odd, yeah. I it mean, couldn't just, have, it had to have been somebody else. They, maybe they brought a different crew in, though, or something. They just didn't know. Yeah, because the, the, the same cleaning crew has been here for, like, my same notes have been in the same spot for months now. I've got a stack of napkins sitting next to the board that, that didn't touch. Yeah, they, they usually just, they organize it. I can always tell when the, the, the table, and the thing is, the table wasn't even cleaned. Like, there was, <laughs> I used that liquid IV, the, the, the electrolyte powder in my drink. Yeah. It, it does kind of look like somebody's been doing cocaine when you come in here and see it. But they like like that wasn't clean. It wasn't touched. We just had a broken mic, and my stuff was thrown away, which kind of leads me to believe that it was like somebody else doing a show. I don't know if there's another show here over the weekend. I, mean, I, think, I don't think they like you, man. I, <laughs> as more and more time goes on, I think that's becoming apparent here. It's very much because like, they don't mess with my stuff. They leave my initials up here. They threw my car on the ground at the old other studio. They never put my they never put my window down. I mean, they just <laughs> it's very passive aggressive. We don't take kindly to your type around here behavior. I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't like it. Texas original Oreos are better than double stuff. He's to say for us, it is. Uh, I just had to get that off my chest. I also said that I would try. I would get my first football jersey since Robert McHugh was drafted. Uh, when the Lions drafted a Louisville player. If the Lions sign Teddy, I might have to change that stance. The Lions still, after this year's draft, I love that Kelly Dickey points it out every damn year, remain the only team in NFL uh, existence that has never drafted a Louisville player. Uh, I have a Robert McCune autograph 8x10. Nice. Glossy. Uh, yeah, because he, he came into Cardboard Hills and did a signing, and I, got, I was sitting next to him with it and got him to sign a couple pictures for me. I wish I knew what I did with them. I, I got a, like, a bunch of those players off that team in that like two-year span. I got like all their 8x10 signed because they'd come in. Like Kerry Rhodes and him and so on and so forth, but I can't remember what I did with them. Stephon LaFleurs, who was awesome to hang out with. LaFleurs, come on, um, come on, man. But uh, double stuff versus regular—that's a good question. Double stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. We, leave. we don't need to get that. Yeah, you're right. That's fine. Uh, Texas—they only chose places that closed for these races. For some reason, that was their criteria. Maybe because of free advertising for existing businesses. I was thinking this. I was that actually gonna think the same thing because they don't have to pay for. Yeah. Yeah, if you just chose like the, I don't know. The past steakhouse, the Goodwood Brewing, they race yeah. four, like then it was, you know, 
you're not showing love to Great Flood, or you're not showing to these other. That makes that does make sense. That yeah, that does make. But but thankfully, we have tons of places that are closed in our history throughout the the city that we can do it with. Next year, it's like the Big X Radio Six race. We're like, hey, who's? <laughs> <laughs> it can all just be old radio show days. We're calling. <laughs> We're on air as you're making this announcement. <laughs> Texas says the crap I forgot a quarter of Biggs race for. That's a good one. I, forget, that's, I used to go around and grab those quarters out of the, the carts. Oh, yeah. My mom worked at Biggs in the deli department. When I'd, sometimes I'd have to hang out with her at work. And I'd just walk around and grab those carts. I'd, I'd walk away with like a 10, 15 bucks sometimes. Texas says, uh, this is a scoot. He says, look up Delilah Trev. Not that bad. I don't think I want to. I like, I like the mystery. I think kind of in my head, I've got already got this picture of what she looks like. How old do you think she is? Oh, now? Yes. Oh, good Lord. Now she's probably in her 70s, close to 70s probably, right? 60s? I've been listening to Lila since like since high right. school, so. She is 63. She's 63? I mean, I was going to say she has to be up there. She's definitely not unattractive. I mean, listen, I've already made it clear. I, I, I want Annie Potts at 72, so I mean. <laughs> can't, she can't be worse than Annie Potts. Texture says, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I was what was her. the name of that place that had all the arcade games, a bar, a hibachi grill, and a dance area? It was in the Baxter Road area. Hurricane? Um, was it Hurricane? Hurricane Bay? Hurricane, no, Hurricane no, that's, Bay. That's a King, King Kingdom. Yeah, it was Hurricane something, I think. I don't even know. He's talking about the place that had like, the, like each floor had a different style bar. It sounds like it was before my time, I think. Yeah, I'm almost positive something with Hurricane, but I could be wrong. You got Splash as well, which is a different bar. Texas says, you got me curious about Delilah. She has 15 kids, 11 adopted. I, I didn't know the adoption part. I do remember there was like a big rumor like that she had like nine kids by like kids. She had like nine kids by nine different fathers was like the big thing that I always heard growing up. I mean, 15 kids. People give lot. me bad looks for adopting four dogs. I'm like, she's got a lot. 15 is a lot. At some point, don't you think the foster people have to be like, listen, Delilah, you just, I mean, you're on the radio all day. How does she stay so calm? <laughs> How is her voice still so calm? Texas next year's 502 day should be named the Louisville Purge Race. I like that. Oh, only, oh because I remember, yeah, the, the Louisville big thing, Purge. Like, yeah. So the, the Louisville Purge, like that whole big thing, it was the day I got married. So like yeah. I missed out on all the internet fun like, as it was going on. Oh, you poor thing. I know. So like that, but like I'll, whenever people bring it up, like it was one of the best days on Twitter. I'm like, it was the day that I got married. Uh, so. <laughs> We also had fun. So it was a purge. Zachary <laughs> says, the circus doesn't seem like Cal, uh, something Cal would want to, this circus doesn't seem like something that Cal would want to deal with. Uh, by the way, I can confirm, Matt Jones has said he ordered a chicken fingers appetizer, plural. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's better than odd chicken tender <laughs> for dinner. I was more concerned about how you can, who actually ordered. <laughs> TJ Walker in this faulty reporting. <laughs> would you like a chicken tender meal with Mr. Cal? No, I want one. Just so one tender only. <laughs> if there's more than one, so help me God. I, will storm I only need out one tender. Place. I need one hunter. <laughs> uh, ESPN now is also reported. I'm just seeing this. The Jets have declined the fifth year option on former Louisville star Makai Becton. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They're not. not not surprised. He has he's posted videos of himself seeming to get in good shape. Um, yeah, there's been uh, you follow like the Jets chatter. I mean, other than injuries, a lot of the, the talk from their people is that he just doesn't seem like he loves football enough. Like, there was that talk. I mean, he's trying to prove, yeah. I think, in, on social media that he does. Um, he's trying to to revive his career, but injuries have also played a big part. Well, yeah, and, and, but kind of letting yourself be that big does 
Sure, sure, for sure. Running along with it. And it's sad because, I mean, he's, I mean, when he's been on the field, I know it's been few and far between. He has been very, very productive. Texas, Mike, you're guaranteeing more than four games. Does that mean like eight? It doesn't matter. It's more I'm guaranteeing more than four. Could be five, could be 40. More than four is happening. I feel like Scoots is about to try to make a bet with you here in a second. <laughs> Texas says, we wouldn't need Sky to tweet and calm everybody down if the coaches would ever say a word. Well, they talk, just not publicly. Well, no one's sister's telling you to be quiet. You don't count the vague tweets, the popcorn-eating tweets, eyeball emojis. Kenny doesn't even run his Twitter account, I bet, does he? I would be willing to bet no. No, yeah. I don't does, think he ever – does he even ever tweet? Rarely. It's usually like just on, on, like a retweet of the UL account or something. I'd probably. be uh, – yeah. I, I, or yeah. like, you know, a happy birthday to my guy, Mike James. Like, so I think when somebody passed, like when Felton passed, I think he – For something sure. like that, yeah. I'd be yeah. shocked the if basic he stuff. has any control over his Twitter account. I agree. Texas says, uh, balloon glow opportunity missed. You're damn right. If we get Trey White, you know it's going to do it. There's that balloon glow. Texas says, so Mbako decommitted from Duke, and three-fourths of his visits are now U of L, Kansas, and Indiana. Was it an NIL deal with the shoe company? Because now he's visiting Adidas flagship schools. We talked about this. It, it's, it's very strange that he goes from, mm-hmm. like, the Nike school to three Adidas schools, and then the fourth is a Rick Patino program, which Patino had that big-time deal with Adidas for a long time. Clearly still some ties over there. It's... There's something to it. It's always strange to me when you see like certain top tier recruits are considering like when you know and they run with like Louisville and Kansas and Indiana and back in the day it was UCLA. It's like oh mm. then it's just Adidas. I just, it's strange to me how it all works. Still, Texas says twenty four seven sports transfer portal rankings have been updated and Louisville is sitting at number seven in football. Yeah, I believe it. Not, not in basketball. I just want to make sure women's basketball maybe. Yeah, was well, yeah we're doing well there. Texas, how many assistant coaches would Patino fire for just ordering chicken tenders at a nice dinner? <laughs> All of them. His entire staff is gone. <laughs> I really thought it was going to work, Mark, but uh, you're going to have to find another. I mean, honestly, if I was like doing an interview with somebody at a restaurant and they order chicken tenders, I probably would be like, this interview's over. He's clearly not <laughs> mature enough for this position. Yeah, I mean, seriously. <laughs> I like chicken tenders as much as the next guy, but don't, I mean, you're the. Don't know. Take your ass to Burger King. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we want some chicken fries. Those are good, by the way. Texas says, I'm not surprised that Trevor wouldn't try to impress anyone while at work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would I say that, really? <laughs> when you, I guess, not wearing the cotton bowl ring. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not worried about impressing anybody at work. <laughs> Clearly. I'm, I mean, <laughs> he's like bragging about it. <laughs> Texas is. My why God have we filled this roster with forwards with no experience? Two spots for four recruits, none of which are primary ball handlers. I mean, Luis can kind of be considered. A, I, I don't consider him. He's a wing. So is Trey, though. So, so is Mbako. Yeah, they're all just the bosses at power forward. They're all scoring wings. So I mean, we need scoring though. God knows we need that. I mean, the the problem. We need everything really. But. Like it, it can work out fine. But it, it's like we said yesterday. There's so many ifs. Like we don't know. One, like the, the biggest if out there is can Sky Clark be that good? Because he was a big time recruit coming out of high school. We saw him for 13 games last season. He was coming off of a very bad injury. How much did that play a part of it? How much was it Illinois' offense? How much of it was him being uh, a true freshman who was handed the keys to, you know, to, to run the show? But the fact of the matter is he had more turnovers than assists in 13 games as a, as a starting point guard at a good, not great Illinois team. And now we're asking him to do even more 
if we're going to be better than that Illinois team was the season ago. It was a tournament team. It was a tournament team. They were, what, an 8-9 game? Yeah, they lost to Arkansas. Like, we want to be at least that good next year. And they, I mean, there's no other way to say it either. They got better when he left the team. They had another freshman named Ty Rogers. So, so we, we need him to be very, very good. That's a, a big if. And then even if he is that good, do we have enough ball handlers, secondary playmakers, secondary ball handlers to initiate the offense and run it effectively when he needs a break or when he's in foul trouble? I mean, the question is because he's replacing our we're replacing our one guard, really ball handling guard with one ball handling guard. Do you feel like he's going to be better than Ellis was last year? Not just better, he's but get, significantly. He's got to be better. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could argue that he doesn't have to be that much better because you would hope that guys like James Trainer, Huntley, you know, Huntley Hatfield would raise their stuff up as well. There's no guarantee that's going to happen. Again, a lot of ifs. Like we just don't have that. I know this guy's going to be able to come in and be a, a great combo guard for us because he's done it at this school or that school for three or four years. We just we don't have that on the roster, and it would be so much better if we did. I think the only confident you can say is, I know if this team doesn't improve from last year, they won't have the same coaching staff in two years. That, yeah, well. I'm the only, I might be the only no that I can say. Improve significantly. Yeah. Texas, I asked my wife how she likes it. She always said double stuffed. <laughs> that's a, I don't know if that's a good thing for you, buddy. <laughs> Texas, apparently Nolan Smith went to lunch with Rummage, isn't that enough sign that Nolan doesn't know what he's doing? That's not very nice. Um, I like Rummage. It was not. I, 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 I don't think. I don't think Steve's the only person that Nolan's going to lunch with, but they do have their the, the people that they're having lunches with, and they're that's to my understanding. My understanding is that that is where the whole R.J. Luis is committing on Wednesday, and then Mackenzie Mbako is committing this weekend. Talk came from, and then of course, then none of it. So it's not like people are just out there making stuff up. They're getting information from the coaching staff. It just has wound up not being true. Well, that's what you want to hear. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I mean, so yeah, I should trust them when they tell me to be confident about the team. <laughs> Texas says um, they're using places that close because referring to things that are closed is such a Louisville thing. I mean, I, I think I know he's trying to be joking and he's so much true, but I think it's more of the yeah. If you use a place that's open. Then you can you can I don't know they can maybe sue you for using her name for all I know I don't know about that I don't think they would but they'd be like hey you know they they could I guess they wanted to Texas says the tsunami distaff do you remember tsunamis tsunami that like the the I know what a tsunami is it was like that little nightclub for like teenagers before like they turned eighteen like no, we went, I don't remember we, that people went there a lot like my freshman year of high school it was like the big weekend place to go basically just like it was like a it's like a grade school mixer for that like 15 and 16 that years. was not no i, didn't I went know. like i think i went twice and i the whole time i'm like just get me through this i guess like, just we, get me out of here i was I guess, like i'm dying for like to get to the point of high school where we have house parties because this sucks i guess we just went to the mall instead i did not like i was not oh can we do it can we race after trixie's it's closed r.i.p <laughs> the trixie's gold room race number nine Texas has so much for that low-scoring quick bats game today. Yeah, I, I flipped it on, and it was because we had Abbott on the hill, and he pitched like, five innings of flawless baseball. Whoa. I turned it on at, like, two, check the score, and it's bottom five. I'm like, damn, we may be on the air at, like, 330, yep. and then it just drags. Part of that's because the bats had an explosive six. They took a 9-1 lead. but And then uh, then the Omaha kind of stretched out the, the top, bottom yeah. seven. Too. They, I don't think they scored a lot, but they, they bases loaded. They walked in a run. It was... 
Yeah, they, they stretched that one out. Texas, I don't hate the. Oh, we're not. We're not. We're not taking shots at the bats. It's not. No, what, not yeah. what we're gonna do. Bats have just won their fourth series opener in five in five series. They're killing it. Texas, did TK say that Makai Becton has been quote very reproductive? <laughs> did you say that? I was like, I said reproductive. I said productive, but <laughs> I didn't catch that. Uh, maybe I said reproductive. Maybe he is too. You don't know. He makes a lot of money. <laughs> He's a handsome dude. <laughs> Maybe he knows Delilah. I don't know. Texas is Jillian's the place on Baxter that y'all were trying to remember. Jillian's I remember, but that's not what I was thinking of. I never, I, I was too young to go to Jillian's. I do remember Jillian's, though. I don't really remember it. I'm aware of it, but I, I don't really remember yeah. it. The Jillian's would be, would be a nice race seven next year. <laughs> There's a lot. I mean, you can splash in other places. The Trevor Kelsey. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I've already been canceled? <laughs> what? <laughs> They're like just like it's like all just dead people from Louisvillians. You're like, like what if I see my name on a race and I'm just like I'm like why is it in the two minutes later Troy calls me? I'm like oh no, this can't be good. <laughs> the Mike Rutherford show six race. Oh boy, <laughs> we're not making it to, for, to Tuesday very clearly. <laughs> this explains why my key card's not working. <laughs> There'd be better ways to find out than some of the other ways. I mean, throwing, I mean, they're hinting already by throwing away your notepad. I <laughs> you guys can just talk to me. Yeah, I'm, just, you don't want me here. You know where to find me. <laughs> Three to six. Maybe they're mad that they did that because we've been going to the OG studio. They feel like we've been cheating on them. Hey, <laughs> you know that's not my call. Um, all right, we've got, uh, we've got a couple minutes left. We've got two NBA a games tonight. Um, <laughs> Who's the winner? You got you got the money, man. You're take, the money yeah, touch. Take these bets to the bank, apparently. I could have I quit the show by now if I just bet everything that I've said on <laughs> well, the NBA Well, next time games. we're an OG, you got to remember to at least take advantage of that up there. I don't have, like, an app or anything. I don't know. I'll just do it through my – you can always go to – there's a place you can physically go to. No, is there? Yeah, it's, like, two blocks from the studio. I save all my gambling for the horses. Of course, uh, I still have a ticket from like two football seasons ago. I haven't cashed yet. Seven thirty on TNT. Heat Knicks game two. Uh, Knicks are a six and a half point favorite. Miami took game one in the Garden. TK, who you got? You said Knicks are a six point favorite. Six and a half point. I kind of want the Heat to win, but even if they don't, I'm saying take the points. I I, I, I think th- they're going to win outright, though. You, you're taking the Heat straight up. I think the Heat are going to win outright, so definitely take the points of the Heat just in case I'm wrong on that part. I'm taking the Knicks with the Heat cover. Okay. Heat, Knicks win, Heat cover. And then late night, Lakers, Warriors, 10 o'clock TNT, Golden State, four and a half point favorite in game one there. Wow. Yeah. Imagine this almost was a uh, a Memphis versus uh, Sacramento series. Do you see that, by the way, they, they, they there's one thing Adam Silver learned from David Stern is don't let that happen in you the see playoffs. The, the Dylan Brooks thing today? Yeah. Where they yeah were, is he getting like banned from the, the yeah, they were like under no they put out a statement saying like under no circumstances is he going to be welcome back you, on the, the season? The, the, the thing you retweeted it with the had Simpsons me laughing. <laughs> I don't remember saying good luck. <laughs> That's all after twenty years and good luck and see ya. I don't believe I said good luck. That was a, that had me laugh a little bit out loud. Who you got here? Golden State four and a half point five. Um I'm taking in, um, it's worse than that. Golden State. I'm taking Golden State uh, win and cover. Lakers straight up game one. Well, we, I mean, we all know how our track record is. So I think Golden State's going to win the series. I'm taking the Lakers straight up for the, in the first game. Game seven hangover for Golden State. I'm calling, and then we got to pick this 9:30. You're cracking. Oh, it's cracking, baby. Game one Woo! in Dallas. Stars. Are- oh, a team I despise. Boys. You didn't know who they were playing until just now. I hate Dallas Stars. Panthers Leafs is the first game at 7 o'clock, but then 9.30 on ESPN, Kraken Stars. Game one, who you got? Oh, we are going to lay the crackdown on them.
Da- Seattle wins two to one. Stars win. I freaking hate Dallas. Four two. I do. All right. Normal show tomorrow. We're back at, for Werby three to six here. Werby. Werby. Werby day. We'll be back. Uh, at the, I think. I think that the normal studio normal time, which is the first time we've had a normal show in like two weeks. Well, we got a bats game tomorrow at noon, oh. so let's. We might be three <sighs> thirty. Well, I take it all back. It's a noon start, though, so it's a good chance we're, we're, we should be close to on time. Keep an eye on the Independent League scoreboard. We'll see you <laughs> sometime tomorrow. Everyone enjoy your Tuesday night. Happy Warby to you. So what you want?